eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to the instant reaction for Michigan State's victory over Maryland. 40-21 to 21 as the Spartans bounce back from the loss at Purdue in West Lafayette. Michigan State gets the job done in a game where they really were never in any danger of losing. And for Michigan State, they were able to get a lot of guys healthy. A lot of guys did not play in this game. They did just enough to make sure that they uh, they kept Maryland at bay. Mike Loxley and Talia Tungavaloa really never got things going, even though Michigan State has the worst you know, secondary in the nation. MSU did what it had to do, and it basically – it wasn't because of Kenneth Walker, even though Kenneth Walker had another nice game, roughly like about 170 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. But it was more so the arm of Peyton Thorne goes out there, grabs four TDs. He gets one pick, but the one pick was at halftime on a Hail Mary. So <clears throat> not really going to count that against him. Michigan State, very methodical. It was a game that they needed to kind of get their confidence back. It was a game that they needed to see. Other guys making plays, whether it was Montori Foster on the flea flicker, Malik Carr had a couple of big catches, even Jordan Simmons had a, a nice some nice runs on defense. Noah Harvey in for Caveras Crouch, who did not play, along with Simeon Barrow, who was actually uh, he was ineligible for the first half of the game, but they just kept him out for the entire game. Still no horse. Um, Jalen Naylor still not available. It was a lot of the backups, and Mel Tucker said, he told guys, you got to be ready. You know, when your number is called, you're now a starter. You got to be ready to play like a starter. So you saw a lot of depth out there. You saw on defense, a lot of guys, you expect Xavier Henderson to always make plays, but Darius Snow is all of a sudden starting to really become a playmaker back there in secondary with a lot of big hits. As I stated before, Noah Harvey uh, he got the pass interference penalty, but then he turned around the very next play and got the interception. Look, is Michigan State perfect? No. Offensively, they got it done. You kind of knew that they were going to ride Kenneth Walker, and they're going to try to 
really make the push for him for the Heisman Trophy. Now, a lot of that is going to come Saturday against Ohio State. If he can repeat what he did against Michigan, against Ohio State, it's his, it's his award, period. But that's going to be a tough task. Ohio State pretty much had their way against Purdue. They scored on their first seven, six or seven, their first six possessions against Purdue. They were already in the 40s before halftime. Garrett Wilson is back. Man, Ohio State's passing game going up against MSU secondary will be something that, you know, nightmares are made of. Let's be real. <laughs> Michigan State's going to have to play their best game, and then they're going to have to add to that. Probably going to need some bad weather in order to neutralize this thing. We'll talk more and preview more about the Ohio State game in the week, but I'll simply say this. If you're Michigan State, if you're a Michigan State fan, pray for weather, kind of like that monsoon game against Michigan in 2017 in the second half. That would help. That would slow down the Buckeyes because the Buckeyes defense, not the greatest defense in the world. Aiden O'Connell goes out and throws for a ton of yards against them. It's just their offense is so lethal and so potent. That's what's going to be the scary thing for the Spartans. But going back to this game, Michigan State got the job done. As I said before, Peyton Thorne, 200 and almost 290 yards, four touchdowns. Kenneth Walker rushed for 143 yards and two touchdowns. But you, you, you saw Reed came at 114 yards receiving and two touchdowns. But it was more so getting the other guys involved in the game. These are the people that you, you're going to need. Michigan State's going to need in these final two games to seriously make a push. College football playoff uh, rankings will come out on Tuesday. I don't expect Michigan State to make any headway. I think it will say the same. It was funny. Somebody asked Mel Tucker how he felt about it. And he basically like, he, he gave less than two, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care was his words. We just got to go out there and win. Guys, I, I don't care about any of that stuff. And if you're MSU, you don't. If you are able to go out and shock the world, similar to what happened in 2015, the college football playoff committee has to accept you. The fact that you still have people openly campaigning. Any Spartan who watched the Michigan, no, Penn State game, Dan Orlovsky, my goodness, was on the payroll. As he's saying, well, Michigan's just a better team. I still don't understand that logic because, in my opinion, you can kind of go apples to oranges when two teams don't play each other and compare their body of work. But if two teams play each other, they've already decided on the field. You don't get rewarded for being up 30 to 14 in the fourth quarter. That's not how this thing works. But unfortunately, a lot of the talking heads, especially on ESPN, and guys, just prepare yourself because ESPN game day is going to Columbus. So you're going to hear nothing this week except for Michigan State has no chance. They're going to need some help. They're going to need to play a perfect game. And you know what? You may need to do a lot of things that if uh, you saw the Detroit Lions do when they went to go play the Rams. And you got to take chances. And you just got to go for it on fourth down. You got to take advantage of every time you get the ball down low and score. But in this game, this was a get-right game. This was a game that Michigan State got to rest a lot of people and still went out there, covered the spread, 
beat Maryland, and now on to Ohio State. As I said before, I fully expect Michigan State to be number seven in the college football ranking. But the good news is, if you beat Ohio State, that will change everything because now it catapults you back to the to the big dogs table. That tells me that you're going to be that team again. Because if you knock off Ohio State, Penn State looks beatable. You're going to be probably headed to Indianapolis. So if you're MSU, the key is now you rested everybody. Can you take it that next step? Can you get to the Buckeyes? And as I said before, I'm still expecting Mel Tucker's contract to be done sometime within the next couple of weeks. I think everybody's there. They just got to get everybody on the same page. But I do expect this thing to get done relatively soon, probably before the season ends. But it may not be announced until the season is over because Tucker is not the type that takes away attention from his team. So, you know, relax, be patient. But I think that thing is coming. We'll have more on this with Evan Jenkins on Wednesday. But as I said before, Michigan State got to rest some players. They went out there. They got the offense clicking again. The defense didn't look that bad, even though uh, Talia Tungvaloa had some series where he was able to get things done. But there were other times where Michigan State forced him into uh, the ineligible receiver downfield penalty because they put pressure on him. That guy is hard to tackle. They had pressure. They just couldn't tackle him. You saw the one play he had where he almost took it for a touchdown. But they got the job done 40-21 to without playing all your best players. Now, this is it right here. You thought October 30th was the big game? Nah, bruh. The big game now comes up this weekend. The big game, I think, what, November 13th in Columbus. Win that game, and the whole world is your oyster. Until Wednesday, this is Rico Beard. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends.